0: Hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folgers and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's your girl, yours truly will be red. Wishing you guys a fabulous fucking Friday. I hope everyone is feeling blessed. I hope everyone slept well and ready for the weekend. Where Oshun, energy, please be upon us. Let us be embodied with the essence of flow. Where I would just, it came to me in a meditation the other day to truly master flow one must accept and appreciate everything that comes as well as everything that goes or change is the only constant, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm a believer of it, I'm an understander of it, and I'm a preacher of it. We gotta be able to change and adapt and stay understanding, you know what I mean? And shit just seems to flow a lot easier or life seems to flow a lot easier, right? Right. So um, getting into topic today, guys, I want to discuss the imbalance of masculine and feminine energy as I see it. Or I want to make a strong, um, it's not a caution, it's, you know, disclaimer. This is my interpretation of it. I am just one part of this expanding universe and, you know, my perception is limited. So I always encourage you guys to ad lib and add on. And you know what I mean? Take what you need from what I'm saying and, you know, just find entertainment in the rest. Or this is an observation from, again, my personal experience and not even from my observation of life. It's a combination, right? Life is a dual experience. We're experiencing life. And at the same time, we're constantly observing life. And when they mesh together, it's like that circular breathing. Or I've been trying to do that, too. Birds are fucking amazing. Did you know that birds don't inhale and exhale like how we do? It's like a continuous flow. I think that's why they stay so light in the fly. That has nothing to do with nothing. But it's mad interesting. But (laughs) anyway, sticking to subject. Mm. So I want to say this unplanned observation started around around May. For those who do not know, I am born from a Taurus. My mom is a Taurus. And I have given birth to two Tauruses. Both my children are Tauruses. So I am surrounded in my adult life around Taurian energy. And I'm very familiar with it because it's always been around me in my childhood. Um uh on the surface, I guess. It's always been like, oh my goodness, it's just overwhelming. And when I say it's, I mean the taurian energy. Um I'm a Pisces naturally, I'm extremely easygoing. Um uh I wonder yeah I believe I'm a mutable sign. You know, I'm I flow. I don't really have Uh, I don't want to say a stance because I stand tall and proud in lots of areas but as a Pisces I'm cool and I'm saying if shit go my way it's like I that's what's up if shit don't go my way it's like I that's what's up I'm I don't I can take the authoritative role but I think that's more of me being the mom leadership is in me that's uh, about to break down my whole astrological sign but that's you know my leo rising so that's why that comes in and it honestly only comes in when it needs to you know what i'm saying like i'm i i do not wake up naturally like raw oh, i got this I'm, I'm i'm gonna take the front line like nah i have no problem with falling in line but i need a good leader i'm getting a little too far with that thought so let's go back okay so during the month of may i decided it would be a good spiritual expansion to connect with the Taurian energy. Um, it's funny, I actually do have my star chart next to me, and it has nothing to do with the recording. I was looking up, y'all yeah, know Uranus went retrograde the other day. So I was um, trying to figure out, and it's funny because Uranus is retrograde in Taurus. So I wanted to check my star chart to see if I have any tauruses in my chart and i actually don't which is really funny i'm I'm surrounded by tauruses and don't have one in my star chart but my moon is actually in taurus so you know i'm gonna have to just understand where i stand at with this retrograde and if you guys have access to your star chart if not i don't work for them this is free publicity because i fucks with them check out astro cafe i've used a couple of people's star charts and astro cafes is not only the most detailed, but kind of the most accurate. So yeah, fuck with them a bit. Pull up your birth chart, see if you have any houses in Taurus. Do your research, find out how that affects you during this retrograde, and you know we'll move on. Mm. Yo, I stopped drinking dairy and started putting fucking oat milk and non-dairy um, creamers in my coffee. It's not the same, guys. It's not the same. <sighs> Flow. Gotta move with things. You know what I'm saying? Again, I, I guess my taste bud address. But um, so for the month of May, I spent <coughs> working with Taurian energy, reading about Taurian energy, um, observing the Tauruses in my life, understanding the differences between Taurus suns and Pisces suns. And I discovered that during the month of May, I harnessed a lot of masculine energy. Now, Tauruses are a masculine sign. Tauruses are very illogical. They're very, they're the bull. They're very quote unquote air quotes bullheaded. But um, I think, I know for me personally, I've always looked at that on the negative side of the scope. I didn't realize how amazing that energy was. Um Sources, generally on the surface, they're either extremely hardworking or they're extremely lazy as fuck. And even that, I got to understand that. It's not that they're lazy. Oh my goodness, they work so hard that when they do find a moment of solace, they refuse to do anything. And it was really fun and cool embodying the different aspects and expanding myself to connect with a universal energy because the Taurus is is a universal energy. It had dominion over the planet Earth. Um don't quote me, but I wanna say around 310 AD, the, the planet went through cycles. Like we're leaving Pisces and entering Aquarius now, but you know we we go through phases. And the Taurian phase was um you know it was a time where Agriculture was um happening and people were building cities and um you know like a lot was going on back then on the masculine energy side. Shit like that is masculine. You know, the, the design or the idea to build a building might be feminine and creative, but the actual process of putting it together, the logistics, that's all masculine energy. And by the time May ended, um actually right around my son's birthday, which is the last day of Taurus season, the transitional day into, um, Gemini, I decided, you know what, I'm going to ride this out, not the Taurian energy very specifically, but the masculine energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really did feel good. Um, I had so much focus during that month and I got so much shit done and things didn't stress me out as much. Um. I really did. I enjoyed the whole engulfing in masculine energy and decided I was gonna ride that out into the summer. Now, somewhere along the line, I'm not exactly sure where female energy kicked in and like took over. I have always considered myself, um, fuck, we family I might as well be honest, a nigga, bitch. What do I mean by that? I've always been rather rough, but I've always been a girly girl. I don't like to get dressed up, but when I do get dressed up, I promise you, I'm snapping heads. I'm shutting niggas up, bitches up, like jaw dropping. Like I go all the way, but that's not my everyday thing. Like I like sweats. I like hoodies. I love hoodies. Oh my god, I love hoodies. Um, I love Crocs. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to get dressed. I have a nice amount of hair and I have really thick hair. So doing it is time consuming, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my best friend. She taught me how to put makeup on the right way, which takes about a good hour because you've got to let layers dry before you can apply the next. So it's a little bit more than I'm into even growing up. um, My sister has always been an extreme girly girl and it's like, it was kind of annoying I mean, I loved it because it was her, you know And I'm saying? I've always been a person who can appreciate people for who they are. And I loved her for, you know, being her and that that was her. But the shit was annoying. Like, bitch always wanted to play dress up with me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it was just too much. It was just too much pressure. It was just way too much. And honestly, I never really saw the point of it. If I wasn't going nowhere or doing anything or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am just fucking wasting clothes, and wasting clothes. I ain't spending two, three hours getting dressed if no one's going to fucking see me. I don't give a fuck about people on the bench or going to the store or, you know what I mean? Some people just have, my ego was insane, but I'm grateful that my ego has never really played on vanity too much. In a sense, it does, especially now that I'm older. It's trying to, you know, find new territories as I conquer um, old hurdles. It's trying to find, you know, new terrain to settle in. But growing up as a kid, vanity was never my thing. My mom and my dad were amazing with letting me know that I was beautiful. I mean, amazing. My mom's whole thing was, do you think I'm pretty? And I always thought my mom was so pretty. And she would let me know, you look just like me. So if I'm pretty, then you're pretty. So, you know, and I never really worried about (coughs) vanity too much. (coughs) um though I had I have sisters my brother was always my best friend um my brother right over, over me so I spent a lot of time with him and his friends so yeah I just developed this whole thing like I got mad brothers and you know <clears throat> I chill around niggas I see how they act I see how they think they were dead do wild shit say wild shit about female females about life about even just the daily acts. Of... <coughs> Excuse me. Did I shout out back with cigars? If I did not, let me take this time. No, one more time. I am not. <coughs> I am not a paid sponsor, but this time, goddamn would I like to be, but I love to be. Shout out to her back with cigars. This new cardiac that you guys got out is fucking phenomenal. Keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. I absolutely love it. But, but um yeah. So, you know, I unknowingly trained myself young to uh indulge more in masculine energy than in feminine energy. Um I always had a love for plants and animals, so I stayed in the dirt. Even with a dress a lot. I really didn't give a fuck. Um, hence why I didn't wear many dresses. I stayed in the dirt a lot. Um, I like to climb trees. Again, my big brother was my best friend. So I used to imitate him. You know what I'm saying? My cousin, rest in peace. He was one of my best friends. And my cousin, Boo Boo, was fucking Conan the Barbarian to me. Like, you couldn't say nothing. That was Little He-Man. Anything he like, I followed behind boys who had... Lots of masculine energy. So it was only natural. Then we were in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Mischievous. And in the hood, masculine energy is abundant anyway because the hood is all about survival. The hood is all about being smart and logical. So masculine energy is abundant in poorer neighborhoods anyway because you have to be able to fucking navigate and survive. So needless to say, I never realized how much natural masculine energy I was already tapped into. And after indulging in it throughout um, the month of May and making a decision that I was gonna keep it going, it was almost natural for me to just stay on that wavelength. And it's funny because I I believe when energy switches, it's so instantaneous that you can't tell i think that's why they um scientists say you know we'll go to sleep one night and then we'll wake up the the next night and the polar shift would have happened so quickly that we're just going to see you know the sun rising on the west and setting on the east without no you know real dramatic or cataclysmic um anomalies attached to it it's just quick is i guess like a fucking electric fart it happens it's over right But the switch from masculine to feminine happened just that quick. And I can't even pinpoint when it happened because, again, I'm not sure. I woke up one morning and when I say I was just the embodiment of the divine feminine, I really was. I, for the first time ever, just wanted to be pretty. I just wanted to be pretty. And I didn't even realize that I was going through this. I had to keep this in mind. All this was happening, and I'm still under the impression that I'm harnessing masculine energy. So, yeah, I started putting more effort into my daily appearance. Um, I started putting more focus back into yoga and exercising, the weather had got nice, so roller skating in the mornings was an everyday thing. And um, I just got on my soft bullshit and didn't even realize it. We're spending days in the park, just thinking and admiring, um, being so nurturing to people. And I remember seeing this little girl get hurt, and it was just like you would have thought that I fell or one of my own kids fell. and it took, when did I actually notice that it kicked in, um, that I was on it? I don't know. I really don't. I don't. I think it just came to me recently during, um, a meditation where I think I was, I don't know. Wow. Um, yeah, this is how real and, um, magic is guys because it's nothing short of magic transitions and improvements in life when they happen they happen and I know for me even in um my autobiography I mentioned it parting the background noise guys my building is forever being worked on I did didn't record for that long because they were insanely annoying and I'm here because I just can't wait for them they are never going to finish this fucking work I think they they're not even doing anything besides just bullshitting on top of my head trying to drill into my apartment but yeah so pardon any thumps and bumps I think I edited the audio right um or adjusted the audio settings right so the background noise shouldn't be so dramatic but yeah um it's so weird especially now saying it out loud I really can't pinpoint when it all clicked in um I want to give a shout out to another tourist telling you I'm so influenced by Tauruses. They're just absolutely amazing. Shout out to 19 Keys. I know I was watching one of his interviews and he had um, a very intelligent queen on, and they were talking about divine and feminine energy. And I think the interview, I'm gonna give credit to that interview for the realization that um, I, I no longer homing in on the masculine energy. But I do know it was through meditation that I actually realized, like, Eb, you're just embodying your divine feminine. And for those who don't know, there's a lot of different definitions for divine feminine. I actually Googled it. That way I can have a clear and, you know, definitive one. But there's so many different ways to express the divine feminine. I am going to use my own analogy when I think of divine feminine. Um, The divine feminine is the perfect balance of energy. A lot of the Google definitions say it's the extreme side of feminine energy, but maybe it's because I've never experienced, at least I don't, it was never a conscious experience, the extreme side of feminine energy. But now where I'm at, I call this the Divine Feminine because I'm so balanced. It's absolutely amazing. Um, How do I explain? There's a difference between masculine and feminine energy. And on the contrary to what society and TV and media makes you think it has nothing to do with being male or female. Everything in existence carries energy, and everything in this existence is dual. So, everything has masculine and feminine energy, or if you rather, positive and negative energy. I have always ran mostly on positive energy, masculine energy, strong, powerful energy. Um, and as much feminine energy that exists in me, I've honestly never indulged in it. I had a saying, and that saying actually came out my mouth recently. And again, all of this is part of the epiphany, guys. I need y'all to realize how real this is. And, you know, when it comes to magic, the TV you have you think that, you know, you plan your spell and, you know, you cast it, and then Tuesday it happens. No, things happen unplanned and this is a spell that i had no idea i was even casting this is why i tell people cast responsibly i'm about to record about that also um yeah because we're constantly constantly generating energies we're harnessing them we're projecting them we're amplifying them we're diminishing them and self-awareness is the only way to really 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 be fully aware of everything um Yeah, you have to just stay focused, guys. You got to stay focused. You got to know who you are. You got to know where you stand in the present to know what you're feeling and what you're expressing. So um, for me, it was all happening so fast in a matter of minutes, hours, days, weeks. I really can't break it down. Like I said, I can tell you when I consciously made the decision to harness the um, masculine energy and to indulge in it that was during, right after Torah season. You know what I'm saying? The Torian energy came with a lot of masculine energy and I was able to feel the difference between the two, as well as the connection between the two. And I chose to hold on to the masculine energy, but it's just funny because I don't know if it abandoned me or if I abandoned it. And the word abandoned is perfect for this because it never left me. So many people think that When you're in your masculine, that old feminine energy is gone. And that when you're in your feminine, it's the opposite or masculine energy is gone. I somehow transitioned from a place of masculine energy so naturally into feminine energy that now the only way I could describe is that it's neutral and out. And I just feel amazing. Word. The balance between the two has allowed me to see, Getting full circle, guys. I'm going to take this quick break and then get into the meat of the conversation. <clears throat> me finding my balance, me understanding and experiencing what for me is the true essence of both masculine and feminine, not the extreme. The extreme with the masculine, yes, I felt that. Unfortunately, I was indulging in that unconsciously, since childhood. But because I indulged in it for so long that it became so familiar, once I stepped into something different, it didn't take long for me to realize like, hey, this is different. I've tapped into levels of feminine energy. I'm a mom, I'm a nurturer, you know what I mean? I'm a healer. I'm, um, I'm imaginative and creative. I embody the essence of femininity to its core. But I never had control over it. That's what I was about to say. I always had the saying when I was growing up, like this has to be my first lifetime as a woman because everything is just so hard. I don't understand this. The feelings that I'm having are just so overwhelming. And now I get it. It was an imbalance of masculine and feminine energy. I was so imbalanced that when the feminine energy tried to kick in, tried to um, evolve in level up, to heal, to help, and to be the guide through that moment of time of that journey so that way I can navigate it smoothly. I just was not welcoming to it. I didn't identify it. And I lingered on to that masculine energy. And I now see that, that why that is partly why life was so hard for me. I was not in flow, guys. Word. I was not in flow. It's so funny because though I'm not an initiate, um, Mother Yemaya, the Queen Orisha, has always been who I want to embody. When I do work with feminine energy, when I'm stressing out with my kids, when I can't find balance in my home, when um, I used to have issues with my partner, um, I praise to okay. Yemaya a lot. Word, the ultimate mother, if anyone can help and guide me, she can help and guide me. But it's so funny. I had a conversation not too long ago <clears throat> with someone um, about the Orisha. And it was explaining that, you know, that's why it's so important when you feel connected to them and have your Ori read. Because Yemaya appears to so many as a mother and as a God, but it's just to usher you in to your healing, to your faith. To you know your spiritual home where you can actually meet and greet <clears throat> your um your head and heart orishas. You have orishas for from what I understand different areas, and your orisha who guides your head is um, your father orisha, and the one who guides your heart is your mother orisha. And I keep being told by those who are more familiar, because I love all aspects of spirituality, so I can't indulge in just one wholeheartedly to be versed in, you know that adapt to just one specifically but people who are um initiated those who have spent their life people who have even been born into African practices and are more familiar with Orishas really always tell me they see Oshun in me and it's funny because I have regular listeners I know I've not talked about it before I had a whole fear of Oshun when I learned about her she was not someone that I personally wanted to work with. She intimidated me. And now I understand why. She's the embodiment of femininity. She is, she's flow. She's ocean energy. She is fucking creativity and she is nurturing. And she, uh, she is me. And I didn't realize that for so long. And um, now that I embody her, now that I embody femininity and all the, Mata, the um, Mata Devi's and from all the cultures, all mother deities and goddesses and that whole essence of fe- femininity flow, powerful female energy, the divine feminine. I can really truly see not only with the imbalanced lot within me, I see where it lies in life. And I want to take a few minutes to talk about that after this break and hopefully just give perspective. I don't really have no advice or nothing. This is just, like I said, this is all my personal observations I just wanted to share. I was talking to um, a couple of friends about it and they all agreed that This is something that needs to be talked about in a spiritual community and brought to the eyes of people. So this is just me doing my little two cents. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to read like my blunt because I don't have a lighter. Well, I don't know where it is rather. And yeah, I'm going to share with you guys my perspective of the imbalance of masculine and feminine energy in our existence today. And some of the problems that Ara, I think, have arisen because we don't have fucking balance. So take a second, check this out, and I'll be right back. And hey guys, we're back and we're talking about masculine and feminine energies. Now I want to talk about the imbalance as I see it and some of the things that I think we just need to be aware of when working with these energies. And again, when I say working, I don't mean just consciously, that's for practitioners of magic. But every day we are exposed and we are embodied, we are created with these energies and these frequencies. And we're tapping into them in and out, in and out, in and out. So, you know, a little bit of awareness of how they affect us and, you know, the fact that we're even in and out of them I think is a good thing. So um, personal perspective, I'm, me personally, now that I'm in balance, I think what I've noticed most about the lack of balance is my single parent stress. Now, we all know being a single parent is not the easiest thing in the world. Being a fucking married couple as a being parent, you know, co-parents is not even the easiest thing. Parenting is hard, period. we the mother. It's a lot to feel responsible for someone's life. It's a lot to legally be responsible for someone's life. It's a lot emotionally to be responsible for someone's life. Financially, it's fucking overwhelming. It's so much that comes in to parenting. And when it comes to single parenting, There are so many imbalances of masculine and feminine that arise that causes problems during that journey for both the mom or dad and the children. Women are genetically programmed as well as spiritually programmed to be the nurturer. Um, It's just in us a lot of women you know again this is the imbalance somewhere along the line a lot of women decided that um or someone convinced a bunch of bitches that you know you can do anything a man can do and pause right there don't comment yet i agree you can do anything a man can do you can also jump off a building in your life but why would you do that you know what i'm saying and this is where imbalance comes in. Genetically, we are just different. Men are different. Women are different. I don't give a fuck how strong you are, miss. Genetically, men as a whole are stronger than women as a whole. See, we got this individual um, way of thinking that we don't think of the holes anymore. And when it comes to masculine and feminine energy, you can't single yourself out because you are part of a whole. So the whole... Has to be taken into consideration, and yes, physically women can do fucking anything the same way men can do anything. In the workforce, domestic force, life force. Back in the day, women were able to do the hunting. Women were able to, um, you know, climb trees and um, grab berries and whatnot. And even when the whole hunting gatherer thing came into play, and we was actually hunting down um, animals for food. Women were able to do that. You know what I'm saying? It was never a question. It was, but why? You're built with a smaller stature. Your energy is of a more creative, more useful nature than to be running around in the fucking bushes doing hunting. Same thing for today. Oh, I'm about to, I forgot I had a whole topic. But, um, yeah, same thing today as far as single parenting. I'm a mom, so I'm going to talk about it in the mom perspective. Guys, if y'all have um a dad's perspective, I would absolutely love to hear it. I only know two single fathers in real life. And, you know, I'm not going to speak for them. I'm going to speak for me because I only know what they told me. Anyway, um but I do know that it's not easy for them. That we definitely have in common. But I would understandings and our ways to deal with issues is always different. And again, I understand now it's because they're men and I'm a woman. I'm getting to get into all that as a matter of fact. So as a woman, no matter how much masculine energy I naturally, or um, well, not naturally, how much masculine energy I unconsciously um, attached myself to growing up, I've always been a nurturer. So that instinct to give, to provide, to take care of. And when I say provide, I'm not necessarily to, to secure, to nurture is what I mean. Not to go out and go get, see, even with words, these, this American English is so fucking, it plays so much on words and words are spells. Gotta watch what you say. I don't mean provide in that sense. I mean to take care of home, my domestic side to clean the cook to make plates to do the dishes after the plates are used to um you know what i mean keep things tidy and clean and want things to look nice and smell good and make sure that my kids are clean and hair is maintained and teeth are brushed and doctor's appointments are met and homework is done the patience, homework patience is another quality attached to feminine energy being able to sit down and explain and regurgitate and articulate um a lesson to pass down knowledge. You know what I mean? All that is very feminine energy. Passing down knowledge is unisex. Both have um that not that the ability again, nothing is just designated for one, but the energies are stronger. With one or the other. Anyway, so with all these qualities um, in mind, this is a side that comes out as a mom. And when you're a single mom, those qualities don't get no turn off. Meaning, there's no way to turn that off because you always will be your you're you're the only person there. So even though as a mom, as a single mom, you have to now I'm gonna bounce around a little bit real quick. Fill me and float with me, guys. So as a single mom, you have these natural feminine energies that you embody that you allude, but at the same time, you're forced to tap into and harness masculine energies, the disciplinarian, the um the monetary provider, the physical provider, the goal getter. You have to um take on the role of The one who passes generational knowledge in the form of physical teaching, teaching the kids how to do this, how to build that, how to put things together, life lessons. Um, It's a lot for one vessel to have to do 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 18 to 21 plus years, because nowadays kids ain't moving out until about 25 to 30, if you're lucky, because the economy is so fucked up, where the fuck they going to go? Unless you're one of them parents who just going to kick your kid out and they're grown, they'll figure this shit out. I'm not one of those. So I'm stuck in a dual role. I have been stuck in this dual role for a very long time. And for those who don't know, I was a teenage parent. I gave birth at 16, like months after my 16th birthday. So having the abundance of unconsciously harnessed masculine energy throughout childhood and my teenage years, then being thrown into a position where I have to have both forms of energy. And it just lingered for a long time and it caused a lot of imbalance. It caused a lot of unhappiness in me. I always felt like I was overwhelmed, overwhelmed with the house, overwhelmed with the kids, overwhelmed just with life. And I was overwhelmed energetically. I was playing two roles that I had no business playing. See, had a masculine energy been consistent in my household, There would have been a balance and a flow. I would have had breaks to tap into just being me with all the masculine energy that connects to me, as well as being me, the mom, only having to deal with mom energy, feminine energy. I wouldn't have had no need to be mom and dad. How does that affect the kids? Realistically, it causes them confusion because... A woman is both the nurturer and the authoritative. The so when they deal with men, it how how do how do they perceive it? I'm not gonna speak for my kids because I never asked them, but it's like how much real respect and authority do you get from a man? It could be overwhelming. You're not used to the base of a man's voice, the size of his body flaring up when he's excited and aggravated so that can be extremely intimidating you know what i mean and cause phobias and fears there's a lot that can go you know and i don't want to spend too much time as i already see that you know i'm old in on this one i want to talk about other aspects too but as a single parent i definitely see where the imbalance came um affects both you know what i mean even with the nurturing side You're being nurtured by the same person who is the authoritative. So now when it comes to exerting authority in your own realm, in your own life, as children, you're going to take on more feminine ideas and tendencies and energy because that's what you associate with authority. I think that's part of the reason why we see such a rise, especially in... The black and brown communities, especially in the poorer communities, where single parents and is so abundant, we see so much feminine energy in our boys. Whether they're gay or not, they are very feminized. When they argue, they argue like girls. When they fight, they fight like girls. When they get mad at their friends, they sucking their teeth and popping their head, and they don't want to talk to them. And you know they're gossiping. And God, I always hate yo niggas gossip more than bitches. And now I understand why. They grew up watching that that was how problems was resolved that's how they saw problems being resolved by an imbalanced feminine body so yeah now there's no real direction on how to handle that from a masculine you know what i'm saying if it's a little boy we're talking about other um areas where i see the imbalance of masculine and feminine energy um in money especially in our community, black and brown communities, we make black, first of all, I'm going to say black, and I mean all children of Africa. We're not getting into that today. Black people are some of the work mo- if no, I mean, no if, no some. Black people are the hardest working motherfuckers in the world. We earn more money collectively than any, uh, definitely in the United States than in any other fucking group as a group, we're still the poorest of them all because we don't have good spending habits and I can talk about that for hours, how we, you know, lack financial literacy and how, you know, we went without for so long that the minute we were in a position to get, we just frivolous and not thinking, no. Masculine and feminine energy, Mm. we don't understand the balance of creativity and logic when it comes to finances. On the logical side, you have things like saving and investing, growth and expansion on the imaginative, the creative side, which is the feminine side. You got spin, 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 pretty, nice, ooh, and I want, you know what I'm saying? And again, especially in poorer neighborhoods where feminine energy runs rampant due to the single parents in, and the majority of them being females. Everybody just wanna spend, 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 spend. want to spin, 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 spin. What, 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 what? We are indulging. Feminine energy is beautiful. Feminine energy wants to be beautiful. I got to start talking a lot of the damn workers in my hallway. Oh, God. Homeowner me, please, universe. Homeowner me. I can't live like this, y'all. Nah. <laughs> I appreciate the space. I appreciate the opportunity to have my own bird How the fuck could I ever manage a home if I can't manage an apartment? Right? Understanding growth. Anyway, um, but yeah, we are so overwhelmed with feminine energy and feminine energy is so into being creative and imaginative and decorative and doing, you know what I mean? Freely, logical energy, masculine energy has a plan. It plans and executes. Feminine energy is going to sightsee we're going to take our time leave watch watches home honey we are out here in these streets can't stop won't stop that's feminine energy and when it comes to money our over our imbalance on the feminine side of energy has us spending on the wrong things spending constantly just spending 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 fucking up money playing with money giving away money losing money like we're just doing all the wrong things, and not just with tangible dollars, with opportunities, with um, monetary things we have in our home, even with our creative aspects that should be drawing us money. Everybody has, so even though everybody doesn't have the entrepreneurial spirit, everybody, the the universe, the almighty, the creator, the divine greatness n- did not put us here. Unable to provide for ourselves in every lifetime. So in this lifetime, we are all born with a talent that can yield us financial security. It's just a matter of we gonna tap into it or not. That's a whole nother episode too. I need to write that down. But um, yeah, our imbalance and masculine and feminine energy has us fucked up in the world of money, finances, saving, providing, and expansion. We need to tap more in to the masculine side of energy. Again, personal experience. During the month of May, money not only flowed at a different pace, it was utilized different. And that's because I was thinking more logically. I wasn't impulsive. Oh, I got to hurry up, pay this bill in full. I don't want nobody calling me. I don't know. No, I was actually able to sit and think and create little diagrams and lists and this is how i'm gonna do this and i do it like this and next then i can do this next week and then i'm gonna do that and i'm around like this and I, I i i it was i was focused y'all that shit was popping I swear to god it's all about balance you don't want to stay too hard in that because then you get into that miser as far as money goes then you get into that miser energy where you don't want to spend you you know what i mean or you're investing and in, doing too much at a time to where you're not having immediate security. There is no room for luxury. There is no room for even emergencies. Emergencies fall under the creativity aspect. You know what I'm saying? You you want to always make your money work for you. But at the same time, you always want to make sure that you have some system in place of reward. That's the balance of it all. You know what I'm saying? If you're saving up money, that's cool. Why are you saving up money? I'm saving for a rainy day. Nigga, it rains three days out the fucking week. Like how are you saving for a rainy day? It's always raining. Have a real clear goal. Let imagination complement the logic. The logic is I'm gonna save my money. Cool, where's the feminine energy to that? The creativity, I'm saving my money for a house, for a vacation, to invest in a company, to start a company, to whatever. You know what I'm saying? The, the imbalance is insane, y'all, and it runs through everything. Um, lastly, before I start wrapping up, I want to discuss the imbalance of masculine and feminine energy when it comes into relationships. Now, this is what brought the whole topic up in the first place. Having a conversation with... A person in a same sex relationship, right? We were discussing a lot of, y'all gotta pardon me as I choose my words carefully, as this was, you know what I'm saying? Even though I got okay to discuss it, it still was, you know what I mean, more of a clientele conversation. And I don't wanna just be giving motherfuckers information out, but in a same sex relationship, there are a lot of imbalances that occur because, like I use myself as an example, we harness unconsciously from childhood certain energies depending on where we grow up, how we grow up, what sequencing of our siblings we fall in. For me, it was a harnessing of a lot of masculine energy being so close to my brother. For others, it's uh, it's. Um, you know, the feminine energy, being females, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, because I can't explain that because I haven't experienced that. Like I said, I'm just learning to indulge, accept, and love feminine energy in all this essence. But in this case, this was a female who has always indulged in the feminine aspect of energy, never really indulging in the masculine. So now being in a same-sex relationship, having to tap into masculine energies because realistically when you're in a household there's a family unit you have children who are exposed to energies and part of the journey you know what i'm saying the same way as a single parent i had to tap into masculine energies and it caused imbalances with energies in my own children having to tap into energies outside of your own In any instance, for them, they weren't a single parent. They're co-parents, but they're both females. So they both embody the essence of femininity in their core, no matter what social or gender role they're, you know, living their life as. Nurturing is normal. Um, The catering, caring, we're not going to run through it again. But all that is normal. But then there's no masculine energy. So it's either going to be the imbalance of too much feminine energy, and now we're lacking or the um, masculine aspects of parenting, the, the authoritative, the um, the teacher, you know what I mean? The, the physical aspect of the household, the structure, you know what I mean? Because men in a household, it is, they're important. They have the leadership role. No matter how strong of a woman you are, men just have, that's just their essence as men. And when that is missing in a household, whether you're a single parent, or your uh, female same-sex relationship. Someone has to tap into that energy somewhere. Someone has to become the provider. Someone has to become the disciplinarian. Someone has to tap into those energies. And by doing so, now there's an imbalance in their essence. And for this particular person, her being a girly girl in her essence and a divine feminine by nature, tapping into masculine energies, because they're needed and lacking in the environment is throwing her off spiritually. I can't tell you what reflection it has on the kids because again, I don't know. I'm not there. And this was a one-on-one consultation. So the focus was always her as the client. But um yeah, it's causing imbalances in the relationship. It's causing imbalances in her drive and creativity to just be herself and to be her feminine and to be her goddess and it's something that we together in the discussion felt was one a topic that needed to be discussed further between the two of us but was something that I should indulge in more and try to share i can only imagine again from her that's why i went through my personal experience first When imbalance is being experienced on any end of the spectrum, devastation is the end result. You can't focus right, you're always overwhelmed. It's just too much. Energy is supposed to flow, whether it's masculine energy or feminine energy. Neither is supposed to be stagnant, neither is supposed to be constantly drawn upon all day. And when you have to be tapping in and out, in and out on a conscious level, there is no freedom of flow. And because of that, you can't be your best version of life or self. So from what I'm seeing and what I'm experiencing, finding my balance, indulging in my balance, and again, I don't have any advice in this episode. It's just perspective. Balance is an amazing thing and it has to be strive for always. When You feel yourself unbalanced when you feel like life is overwhelming. It's so funny because I really, truly wish I understood this 5, 10, even as far as 15 years ago. Asking or evaluating, asking yourself or evaluating yourself on your balance of masculine and feminine energies is a great way to figure out if this is why life ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? If this is why life just seems to suck. Are you in a role more and more often than you need to be. For me, I existed in the masculine flow for too many years of my life to the point where feminine energy made me uncomfortable. Feminine energy scared me. Like I said, I really truly convinced myself that this had to be the first time I was even ever a female. Like I just couldn't take it. Like what the fuck? It did in my brain worked on a logical sense. And because I was always logical, 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 when naturally I was being consciously logical, when naturally I was creative and imaginative, like the imbalance was real. No wonder why I always look like a daydreamer. No wonder why I look like I'm always on stuck because the feminine energy had to sneak in when it had to get in where it could fit in. Like, oh, she's not thinking right now. She's not focused. She's not utilizing these overwhelming abundance of masculine energy. Let me tap in. No wonder why when I started crafting, I would notice that it's two, three, four o'clock in the morning, knowing I got to get up at 5, 6 o'clock to go to work, and I'm still working because the feminine energy overwhelmed. No wonder why, like yesterday, perfect example, even though I purposely tapped into that because I needed that. I spent the entire day, minus about four hours doing errands, in my kitchen, baking, rolling um fucking spring rolls, and you know what I mean? 100% just tapped into feminine energy, cleaning and it felt good I didn't get wore out until thank goodness it was just about done that's because I was in my energy being into the masculine energy without realizing it that shit lingered for years you know what I'm saying and this is why I'm telling you guys balance is important figuring out where you are in a spectrum and adjusting yourself accordingly now i'm not saying don't indulge in one another. i made a choice yesterday to indulge in feminine energy because it benefited me you know what i mean i'm going to make a choice later on to benefit in masculine energy because the things that i have planned for my day that's going to benefit me to work on that um frequency of logic and plan and execution you know we need to know where we are and which energy serve us best because if not we're going to overindulge in one or the other, and it's going to cause an imbalance in self. An imbalance in self is an imbalance in life, and life is connected. So, when it seems like everything is just fucked up and wrong, maybe it's the balance of masculine and feminine energies. And you can't change the world's frequency, but by tuning your own frequency, it's so funny how other frequencies tune around you. You know what I'm saying? I've always said I'm a beacon. I absorb, I amplify, I project, you know, I was like, give me your, give me your energy. I will, I will amplify it times a thousand and send it right back to you. So that way you can do what you need to do. Well, But, um, yeah, that's about it. I just wanted to share that perspective and, you know, give you guys something to think about. Um, oh, ways to um, tap into your masculine and feminine energy. The easiest one is research, learning what they are, what categories are, you know, um, divine to them will help you give words to emotions and feelings and experiences, which allow you to categorize better. Meditation is always a good thing. There are certain frequencies and harmonies that flow better for either masculine or feminine energy, even the kind of music you listen to. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get into your feminine energy, listen to some real girl power music you know what i mean some real um and not the hype music you want to listen to something with a nice mellow frequency if you want um something with some uh rhythm some nice drums in it you know what i'm saying that'll open up your heart chakra and allow you to tap into that for the masculine energy guys um you want to tap into that more or, or even women you want to tap more into your masculine energy um believe it or not look at some fucking blueprints do some math, get your brain moving. You know what I'm saying? Take a run, take a jog, let your body get a plan and execute. Give yourself a small task in that with, you know, specific orders to just get your brain and your body in sync on that energy. And it'll be a lot easier to tap into. Word. Um, yeah. And that's about it. Word. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it makes sense. Another way, ladies, real quick. Um, Y'all want to tap into some um, divine feminine if you're not feeling like your most feminine self. Get fucking pretty. Word. Get pretty. Do your hair. Throw on some makeup. Soak your feet. Have a massage. Give yourself a massage. Do something feminine. Same thing with you guys. Y'all want to feel more like a man. Y'all want to feel not more like a man. What the fuck does a man feel like, right? That's stupid. But you want to tap more into that masculine energy. Go do something that men do. Like said, work out. Go get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? Um, put on a nice wife beater and, you know what I mean, like your muscle show, whatever. But that's my time, guys. As always, I appreciate, love, and respect you guys for tuning in, for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it resonates. I hope it finds who it needs to find when it needs to find. And yeah, that's about it, guys. As always, important. much love. Ashe. Namaste. Later.